This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, pastor where the Voice of Truth ministry goes out every week, uh, Sunday after Sunday, and the magazine goes out on a regular basis. And if you'd like to be on our mailing list for our magazine, write us and let us hear from you. And also, we'll send you a schedule of all our broadcasts. We have broadcasts all over America, from the Great Lakes to the Gulf, from Sacramento to Florida, all crisscrossing the country. And even over in Ireland and other places on shortwave. So if you write me and let me, I'll send you a log of that. And uh, then I'd like to hear from you. Some of you have written me and called me and told me how, how you appreciated their messages and told me what station you're listening to. You write me. If you hadn't written, go ahead and do that. And you can write me again. I appreciate it. And uh, I'd just like to tell you, I appreciate every one of you helping me with the broadcast. It takes grace to go on, my friend, day by day. The old trailblazers are not very smart. And a lot of folks agree with that, but I'm just doing what the Lord wants me to do, and that is being true to your soul. And we bring you to these studies now, blood redemption in the Old Testament. Now we'll let, get later we'll get to the blood redemption in the New Testament, but right now we're looking in the Old Testament, and we saw there in our last studies how Cain and Abel brought their offerings there to the altar. Cain, Cain brought a beautiful offering. What a thing in the world wrong with it, except it had no blood. There was no blood. The scripture says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Now, let me just mention this. Are you, are you ashamed of the blood of Christ? I have folks write me, email me, and they say, Mr. Trailblazer. Some of them call me a lot worse than that. They say, I'm, I'm tired of your bloody religion. Well, my friend, all you got to do is turn the radio off. But don't do that. <coughs> Pastor Shelton used to tell folks, you turn it off, it might blow up in your face and send you into hell. But don't do that. Don't don't turn your radio off just because you're angry with the old trailblazer. Well, would you sit and listen? It may be the greatest day of your life if the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, would pull back the skylight of your heart and let you see what kind of a wicked old cuss you are. You think you somebody come, my friend? No, sir. I tell you this. Uh, all the Lord has to do for you to go to hell, leave you alone. You don't have no claim on God. I know what the modernists say, and I know what the, the free willers say. Well, just come on, trust Jesus, and you all right. Well, no, that's not true. <clears throat> My friend, you won't come until the Lord deals with your heart about your sinful condition, your worthless, hell-deserving condition. But we're going to get away from that. That's not our study. We'll get back there and later. But we had seen <clears throat> Cain and Abel bring their offering. Cain's offering was rejected. No fire came down from heaven. And then Abel came with a lamb, leading it by his neck with a rope around his neck. And he had built an altar there, laid the wood in order, tied the lamb's feet together, put him up on that altar, and took a knife and cut his throat. And they stood there, and they stood there, and watched the blood trickle down. Aunt Cain stood there with him and watched the blood trickle down. What a, what a symbolic, what a symbolic uh, gesture that was, the blood being poured out there. Adam had confessed his, Abel had confessed his sin there and told the Lord all his heart and that he was not worthy of salvation, but pleaded with him to accept this blood. Have you ever done that, fella? <clears throat> Old trucker, you out there on the highway, you, you may be some big shot in your own sight, but have you ever trusted the Lord? You, 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 you don't have anything, my friend, to boast about. What, what do you have to boast about? Did you know there's not anything in this world worth going to hell over? 
Some of you riding along there with a load of hazmat material, and if that thing catches a fire or blows up, you'll wind up in hell before you get home. I, I want to make you thanks. You say, Trailblazer, you're just trying to scare folks. Well, that's what I'm trying to do, scare folks. Scare folks into coming to Christ. Come on to trust the Lord, my friend. I see the violence on the highways today. We had an accident right here close in a day or two ago where an Amtrak train hit a pickup truck and killed four people. Instantly, a woman and three children. My friend, you think they thought that morning they'd be back home after a while? That may be you next time. Well, Trailblazer, you, you just need to get back on subject. Well, let's do that. Let's look at the, these two brothers. They stood there. God had accepted Abel's offering, but he rejected Cain's offering because it had not one drop of blood in it. Not one drop of blood. The difference was not the nature of the men, but the nature of the sacrifice. Those two men probably were very much alike. Uh, they were brothers. They were grown men. They were, they were probably uh, uh, morally clean doing those things. They had been taught. But listen, Abel was no better by nature than Cain was. Why did not Cain bring a sin offering? First, let me tell you this. We're getting down to the meat of the matter now, my friend. The reason Cain never brought a sin offering? Because he was self-willed. Therefore, he had no sense of sin, and he saw no need. His concept was, I believe there's a God, or I wouldn't have come here to worship. I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven when I die, but I'm not coming like my brother Abel. I hate this bloody offering. And I imagine there that he stood and looked upon those two offerings. He said in his heart, I live just as good as Abel does. Look at my offering. It's far more beautiful than Abel's offering. Why won't God accept it? Look there at that bloody, gory mess. Look at all that uh, dead animal called a sacrifice. Listen there. Look at that. Those burnt ashes. Look at all those burnt ashes there. And I don't want it. I don't want it. If I've got to come that way, I won't come. He counted the blood of the covenant a common thing and did despite to the Spirit of God, according to Hebrews 10.29. My friend, do you see a picture here of your own self by nature? That's a picture of every sinner, self-will. I have folks whom I know, call me, write me, and say, Pastor, I don't know why I'm not saved. I say, well, I can tell you. Knowing your life and knowing your, your, your will has never been broken. You're self-willed. You want your own way. Did you know most folks want their own way? I tell folks that about their, about their financing. They, they do what they want to do. Folks, folks rob God and don't give a nickel to the, to the Lord's work, and they do what they want to do with their money. Oh, if they need a boat, they go get it. If they need a new truck, they go get it. If they need a motor home, they go get it. But my friend, listen, listen. Most, most men and women these days do what they want to do. They do exactly what they want to do. It's just like folks now skipping church, skipping prayer meeting. They do what they want to do. They have a headache on Sunday morning, but they go out Sunday evening and watch a ball game. I'm telling you, friend, listen, listen. A, 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 he, he said, Cain said, I won't come. 
Do you see, my friend, a picture of yourself here? That's a picture of every self-willed sinner putting his will up against the will of God, never seeing himself as a guilty, never seeing him his need of redemption by blood. You have never felt the keen edge of the sword of justice and a just and sin-hating God. You've never stood condemned as a lost sinner before the altar of an almighty God. Yeah, Cain turned away from that altar angry. Yes, angry with God. He refused to bring an offering of blood. And that's you, my friend. That's the world today. That's the church today. Our churches are bloodless today. You don't have any, you don't have any, any, any preacher talking about the blood redemption today. I've, I listen to preachers all over the country, over the radio and television, read them in the paper. I don't hear them talk about the blood. They talk about the Noah's Ark was pointed to the north, the south, the east, or west, and they talk about this and that and the other. But, my friend, they don't talk about the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no redeem. And I know, I know, just like Cain, he saw that gory mess there, that blood. But did he wait a few minutes and see the fire lick it all up? Just licked it up in the acceptance of God. God accepted Abel's offering. He'll accept your offering if you come there with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. He says, I will not despise. But no, old, old, hale and hearty, strong, rebellion will not come. No, sir, if I have to come, I'll, I'll be like Cain. I won't come. Listen now, listen. Cain turned away from that altar, angry, uh, angry with God. He refused to bring that offering, a blood offering. That's the world today. That's the church today. That's the present-day religion. You know what we have today? We have a social gospel. I get letters, phone calls from people all over America. <clears throat> say, Pastor, Trailblazer, you just don't know what's out here. You just don't know what's in our churches. We have ballets on Sunday morning, ballets on Sunday night, picture shows on Wednesday night. We have uh, car washes. We have beach beach parties. We have a bus where the kids, the, the young young social Sunday school leader takes the kids to the beach and they all strip off and, and they stop by some place and one guy passes around a little something to get them high. I'm telling you, my friend, I know there's exceptions. I know that. But, my friend, I see. I see what's out there. I see our little young girls with not enough clothes on to say grace over, parading up down the, the streets and parading up down the alleys. My friend, but, but, but folks do what they want to do. Those mothers and those fathers who let those young girls and boys dress like, like heathens, those parents, my friend, you're going to answer for that young girl. You're going to answer for it. You're going to answer. For, don't you see what's happening to your family? They're going out into eternity. You let one get up to 12, 13 years old now. And I, my friend, let me, let, me just, let me just leave this with you right quickly. I saw in the national news a few nights ago that where one of our eastern states, northeastern states, where they're issuing condoms to grade school children. Now, my friend, let that soak in. You believe you believe we're living in perilous times? The old trailblazer's so tired. Oh, my friend, where are we headed except to hell in a handbasket? 
Mother, take charge of your daughter. Don't, they, don't, don't, don't let them shut themselves up in a room and watch TV. Don't let them do that. Don't let them go to the midnight dances. Don't let them go to the midnight show. Don't let them do that without some supervision. If you and you and Dad can't go, somebody can go. Oh, but my friend, Trailblazer, you just gotten off your subject. But my friend, we need a sacrifice. We need a substitute. We're sinners by nature. We're sinners by by God decree. But my friend, we are we are obligated to bring our children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We're not doing that, my friend. We're not doing. The, 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 the world is coming right into our homes. And my friend, our girls and our boys are, 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 are joining the world. All of those things. We'll get back into that in another study later. But this is the old trailblazer. I wish you'd pray for me. It takes grace for me to be true to your soul, my friend. It's not easy. It's not easy. I know it. And I know I'm criticized for being mean and hard. But my friend, I see hell enlarging itself. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pray for me. Would you do that and help me with this broadcast? If you want to hear the gospel, go forth on a daily basis. And then uh, look at our website there, radiomission.org. you find out much more. But remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And uh, ask someone else to listen to the broadcast. Would you do that? I appreciate it. Goodbye and God bless you.